0: Learn more about Messianic Judaism and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Okay, uh, good morning and uh, shalom to everyone. And uh, I'm very happy to uh, be here this morning, at least uh, virtually. And thank you, Rabbi David, for receiving me here in Tikvat Israel. Thank you, uh, Sonia. I actually had the privilege of visiting Tikvat 21 years ago with my father, with Rabbi Jamie Cowan. Uh, we were there, and it was a very nice experience we had. So, um, I'll thank you, Maggie, also for the kind invitation. I really appreciate it. And uh, before I begin, I would like to use my 26 minutes, uh, those precious minutes promised by me, uh, uh, to me by, the, by Rabbi David, to, I will start my my timer here, to show, show to you a little, um, uh, a little bit, to tell you a little bit about our ministry in Brazil, because Rabbi David said, you know, uh, say something about what's going on in Brazil, your ministry. And uh, so I decided to use two minutes to show to you um, a little bit about our ministry and to speak about it. So I will uh, switch my screen here to show. Okay, can you can you see? I hope you can see now. And uh, so we have a ministry called Teaching from Zion in Sinano de Cial, And our synagogue is called Hartzion uh, Messianic Synagogue. And uh, that's a little uh, picture of our synagogue in Brazil. And this is the uh, Torah service, of course, before the uh, pandemic hit. And uh, this is our synagogue. We have a a Torah scroll, we have a Torah service, just like you guys, very similar uh, uh, type of service. And we have a special ministry in Brazil. This is my father, you see there. It's uh, called Abrajin. It's a Brazilian association of Jewish descendants from the Inquisition period. What happens is there is a phenomenon going on. Lots of people are claiming to have Jewish heritage. Some years ago, you know, like 10, 15 years ago, we believed that this thing was not, I mean, these people didn't have a case. But within time and research, we could realize that there is something here, you know, and and, and there are people with uh, Jewish memory. There are people with Jewish ancestors that now are feeling the calling from the Lord to return to their their uh, uh, Jewishness, their identity. And I believe it's part of God's restoration prophesied in the prophets of Israel. God will restore Israel before the coming of the Mashiach. So we are living in these days. So to give these people support in their research and to help them to restore this Jewishness, we uh, created this association. And um, let me read it for you. The main purpose of Abrajin is to assist the descendants of Jews persecuted by the Catholic Inquisition during the 15th to the 19th century in Portugal, Spain, and Brazil to reclaim, rediscover, and restore this lost heritage. For more than 300 years, the fear of persecution prevented these descendants from living their lives as children of Israel, and a deep trauma was created on their souls. Now is the time when they are hearing the call to come back home in their hearts And that's why Abrajin exists. And that's why we founded the first museum of the history of the Inquisition in Brazil. So this is the museum. You have the website there. If you um, uh, wanted to visit the website, we have videos, we have a a gallery of pictures, but I'm showing you some of the uh, uh, rooms of the museum. This Torah scroll you see there, is a survival of the Inquisition, It's from Toledo in Spain, and it has 500 years, okay? It's, very, it's a pre- precious piece that we have there in our museum. We have a torture room, you know, the, the, the tortures that they used to use against uh, uh, Jewish people in order for them to confess their sin, and their sin was being Jewish. That was the sin. They were Jewish. And we have some special uh, artifacts and books, including this one, it was a training book for priests to identify Jews. So it's, it's written in Latin, and it's uh, very interesting so you can understand the mentality of the Inquisition. Uh, and we're being recognized also by the Jewish community because of this work. You see here the picture of Israeli ambassador for Brazil, Mr. Yossi Shelley, he visited the museum just before the pandemic in the end of 2019. We also had to your right, you see a picture there, it's a delegation from generals of the IDF, of the Israeli army. They were doing some training in Brazil and they flew to Belo, my city, just to visit the museum and learn about the history of the um, Anusim or the, uh, the Jews forced to convert to uh, Catholicism. So that's um, that's part of our ministry in in Brazil, okay? So I'm very pleased to show you this. Well, my topic for this uh, morning and I have to use this 21 minutes that I have left and my topic is the fullness of the nations and the salvation of Israel. So that's the topic that I chose to speak about, and uh, I want to start, you know, telling you guys that we need to understand the times in which we are living right now, because in the Jewish world, among the rabbis, especially among the Orthodox, they know what what is the time we're living now. Yeah. They 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 speak about it, saying that we're living the days of the de in Aramaic, which means the hills of the Messiah. So the days of the hills of the Messiah are the days, the last days, let's say, the last days before the coming of the, the, the Messiah. So we're, we're watching with our eyes the degradation of human morality. It's like the uh, moral compass of humanity is broken. So people are denying the law of God. People they, they they don't want to recognize that there is a creator, and they need to uh, pay account to this creator. So they are distancing themselves from God and from the law of God and from the faith in God. On the other hand, we have almost uh, the statistics say we have almost one million Jews that believe in Yeshua these days, and there is n- there was never in history such an interest about Israel and the Jewish people among Christians. We're seeing that, and in my opinion, it's a prophetic uh, 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 promise being fulfilled. We have believers from all the nations loving Israel, standing with Israel. Of course, we still have anti-Semitism in some Christian circles, but what I see when uh, I visit Israel is that the majority of Christians, they they are into this, this awakening regarding Israel and Israel's election and the Jewish people. So I would like to uh, start this morning by asking you, what would be the connection between Abraham's calling in Genesis 12 between the fullness of the nations between Israel's salvation and between the world's redemption I want to tell you this morning that the all of these events are connected the blessing the the blessing of Abraham the, the, the mission that Abraham Abraham received in Genesis 12 to be a blessing to the families of the earth the Fullness of the nations; it, it was also prophesied by Jacob. We will see in a moment the prophecy. Israel's salvation through the Messiah; it's connected, and w- the world's redemption. You know the Tikkun Olam, the restoration of all things. All these things are connected, and the connection point is Yeshua and the Besorah and the Gospel. In Yeshua. The Jewish people can fulfill its mission to be a blessing to the nations of the earth. In Yeshua, the Jewish believers can work towards the fullness of the nations. So it's all connected. And why is this fullness of the nations important? I would like to share with you a verse from Genesis chapter 48 verses uh, 19 and 20. Uh, It's the blessing Jacob is giving to Joseph and his two sons, uh, Menashe and Ephraim. Rabbi David was just blessing the children with this blessing. So let's read the verse. But his father, Jacob, refused and said, I know my son, Joseph. I know Menashe, Menashe will also become a people and he will also be great. But truly Ephraim, his brother, shall be greater than he and his seed will be the plenitude of the fullness of the nations. That's the same expression. So he blessed them that they say, by you Israel will bless, saying, may Elohim make you as Ephraim and Menashe.'" So, and this blessing that Jacob gives to, um, to Ephraim especially, we see that a very important messianic prophecy that points us to the most important goal of, of Israel, which is to be a blessing to the nations. Okay, So I, 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 I first read this verse in, in Hebrew with, uh, in a lecture by Asherine Trader three years ago in Phoenix during the uh, MLR Uh, conference. So I was amazed and Asher uh, 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 called us all to pay attention on on this expression. So the fullness of the Gentiles is something that is part of the mission of Israel. So it's a very important point for us to uh, remember. Now, why is this prophecy that Jacob gave Ephraim, and, and in a way, I mean, when you ble- when we bless our children with this blessing every Shabbat, we are reminding them of this responsibility that we have a responsibility to work towards the fullness of the nations. So, what exactly is this fullness of the nations and what it has to do with Israel's salvation? So, let's uh, read another verse. Now from Romans uh, 11. Okay? So let's read it now. For I do not desire, brethren, desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so, or and then, all Israel will be saved as it is written, deliverer, will come out of Zion and he will turn away ungodliness ungodliness from uh, Jacob. So, that's the key there. So, Paul is telling us that the uh, blindness came in part to our people during the days of Yeshua until... The fullness of the goim, the the melo comes when this melo agoim, this fullness of the, the plenitude of the nations, comes. Israel will be saved, according to the prophecies, and Paul Paul is quoting there Isaiah 59 and Jeremiah 31, okay, and so all Israel will be saved. When we reach the fullness of the Gentiles. It's a principle. That's why we need to understand that this blessing that Jacob gave the sons of Joseph. Which is a blessing for every Jew. Is to work towards, to work in the direction of causing the nations to reach their fullness. It's very important why. Because when they reach their fullness, God will speak to our people nationally. God will reveal His Son, Yeshua, to our people, Israel, nationally. Okay? And um, so, Paul explains that the fullness of the Gentiles will initiate Yeshua's revelation to His own people. But the question is, how can we promote, how we as Messianic Jews and Messianic uh, uh, non-Jews, Messianic believers, how can we work or how can we promote this fullness of the Gentiles? I would like to propose to you uh, another teaching from Rav Shaul, the Apostle Paul, in uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, where he, where he explains why he was taking the blessings the blessing of Abraham to the Gentiles. So let's read now from Galatians 3:13. Messiah has redeemed us from the curse of the Torah having become become a curse for us in order that in Messiah Yeshua the blessing of Abraham might come up of the Gentiles so that we might receive the promise of the Spirit. Brothers and sisters, it's very important to read the Apostle Paul paying attention to the pronouns. Okay? So, usually when Paul uses us, you know, he is referring to Jewish people, sometimes to to Jewish believers, sometimes to, to Israel. When he says we, when he writes we or us, usually he's referring to Israel. When he says you, He's referring to Gentiles. So if you have this in mind and you read again, you will understand that Yeshua has redeemed Israel from the curse of the Torah because we were disobedient. There were curses prescribed in the Torah for disobedience. So in Yeshua, we have our sins cleaned so that in Messiah Yeshua, the blessing of Abraham might come up with the Gentiles so that we, Jews, might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So once again, it's a process. We, Israel was saved, and you have the apostles in the days of Yeshua, and they were taking not only to their own brethren, to, to, to Israel, but they were taking this good news, this Besorah, to the Gentiles. And Paul explains why. Because when they reach their fullness, when they enter in the blessing of Abraham, God will pour out his spirit over Israel. And God will fulfill his promise and give us the promised spirit. Okay? So, in other words, in Yeshua, the nations, they not only receive forgiveness of sins, but they are introduced in the blessing of Abraham. Okay, it's very important to understand that because in Yeshua, Israel shares with them the covenants and the promises of, of restoration and world redemption. Paul exp- Paul explains that this blessing, best blessing of Abraham causes the Gentiles, what it causes to the Gentiles in his letter to the Ephesians. So let's uh, read Ephesians chapter 2. It says, remember that at that time you were, you Gentiles, you were without Messiah, aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Yeshua, the Messiah, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of the Messiah. So, once again, we see that the power of the gospel is not only the power of salvation, like Paul says in Romans uh, uh, chapter 1, but it's also for the nations, the sharing of the adoption. Because in Yeshua, non-Jews can also become sons of Abraham through faith. Paul says it clearly, clearly in Galatians, the end of chapter three. You are also sons and daughters of Abraham through faith. So in Yeshua, we share with the nations the adoption. They don't; they do not become Jews, of course, but they are people of they are part of the people of God. Like Paul writes in Ephesians two, they are part of the family of God. They were brought near, brought near what? Brought near the commonwealth of Israel. The word there in Hebrew is politeia. Politeia means city, government, you know. So these Gentiles are brought near and they share with Israel what Paul says. It's the blessing of Abraham, which in my opinion is the blessing of the adoption. And if you read Romans chapter 9, you will see some of the blessings of Abraham. You know, the the it belongs to Israel, the adoption, uh, the law, the services, The promises, the covenants, you know. We share with the nations the the covenant promised to Israel in in Jeremiah 31. It was promised to us. But in Yeshua, we share with them the new covenant. That the the Lord will write His Torah in their hearts and minds. And they will be also people of God together with Israel. Israel. So, what I want you to understand is that we are, like I said in the beginning... We see in our days the Spirit of God touching believers from the nations to restore this aspect of their salvation. That is to be brought near the commonwealth of Israel. These believers from the nations, they want to stand with Israel to understand Israel's election and to be blessed by it. They are tired of denying and want to replace Israel's election. Now they want to understand it and be blessed by it. They want to restore their relationship with the Jewish people and with God's word. They want to restore this relationship, not only to the Jewish people, but also to God's law, to God's word. They want to claim their blessing of Abraham. They want to enter in their fullness. It's a move from God. It's the spirit of God is the one that is awakening these believers from the nations. And I tell you that the, the, the Jewish community, at least what's happening in Brazil, is the Jewish community here understood this awakening. And they are now making videos and making classes and teaching these Christians. Because they understood this interest and they want to um, make good use of it. So they're teaching these uh, Christians. They're full of videos in, the, in the YouTube made by rabbis, non-Messianic rabbis, to Christians. I tell you that it is our responsibility as Jewish disciples of Yeshua to guide these believers from the nations back to their heritage. It's our responsibility because if we don't take this responsibility, they will go somewhere else. And like it was in the first century, it's our responsibility as Jewish believers to guide them through this kind of restoration. Okay, so take a look at all the Messianic synagogues all over the world. Most of them have a great number of of non-Jewish believers. And for me, it's a prophetic sign. It's it's a good thing. It means that the Lord is restoring his people. He's restoring Israel. And he is re- he's restoring the church. Okay, Gentiles in congregations of Jewish disciples of Yeshua allude to a fulfillment of prophecy, and God will help us reach for our own people through them. Because I want to tell you that the fullness of the, the nations will cause God to pour out his promised spirit. In Israel, over Israel, through a national revelation. Okay, so if we read about this promised spirit, so God will pour out His spirit like He promised. What is this promise that when the Gentiles receive the blessings of the blessing of Abraham, they will receive? So let's read this promise in Zechariah chapter twelve, and I'll pour on the house of David. And on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, then they will look on me whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for his firstborn. Brothers and sisters, this is the promise. God will pour out his spirit on our people and he will reveal Messiah Yeshua to our people nationally, like promised. When we help the nations enter in their fullness, especially when we help the church to restore its identity as brought near the commonwealth of Israel. For 2,000 years, Christianity has seen itself like a separate entity. No, it's part of something that began before Yeshua came. Now, believers from the nations are part of something that began in Genesis 12. The restoration of humanity to God. Abraham was called by God in Genesis 12. In Genesis 11, we had a rebellion. It's the first rebellion of the humankind. There was only one people. There were no Jews. There were no Gentiles before Genesis 11. And humanity rebelled against God. And idolatry came in after Genesis 11 as a result of man's rebellion on the Tower of Babel. So the choosing of Abraham and his seed was an antidote to the rebellion that of humankind in Genesis 11. So when we as Jewish disciples of Yeshua, as restored Jews, like full Jews, we already had the covenants, we already had the knowledge of God, our history already tells us about who God is, but for them in the nations, we have to take the, that to them because they share with us our history, and they share with us our covenants. They're sharing the new covenant. They share with us our Mashiach, which is, which is Yeshua, and they are, and they need guidance. Okay, in this awakening, I believe that uh, the nations they need uh, guidance, and and that's why our ministry is committed not only to to speak the gospel of Yeshua to our Jewish brothers and sisters but also to help those from the nations that are interested in restoring this heritage that was lost 2,000 years ago. So I would like to end, I have 20 seconds left, I would like to end reading with you uh, my final statement. So we need, as Messianic Jews and Messianic Gentiles, to take upon ourselves once again the task of the Apostles, by guiding the believers from the nations through their awakening about Israel and the Jewish people, we will be affirming their position in the body of Christ as Gentile believers, according to the example given to us in the New Testament, causing God to reveal his Messiah to Israel like promise. We just read about that in Zechariah 12. Again, they do not become Jews, but they have to understand what they are now. They're not a new entity, they are sons of Abraham by faith, and they are sharers of the covenants with Israel. So the blessing of Abraham needs to need to be restored among God's people. When believers take possession of the blessing of Abraham, they when they understand their identity as co-heirs and fellow citizens with Israel. They will provoke Israel to jealousy. Ah, now we understand. And cause God to reveal his son to his people. And all Israel will be saved. And life from the death will take place with Yeshua's return. So that's my hope. That we as Messianic Jews, we will take the task of the apostles once again. And help and announce the blessing of Abraham. to. These believers from the nations who are awakening now, and it's a phenomenon. You go to the Far East, you know, the far the people in the Far East, they are so interested about Israel, they want to connect to Messianic Jews. They have a world conference. They had, like before the pandemic, every year. And they used to invite Daniel Jester was there, Rabbi Jester, Asher and Trader, Joseph Shulam, uh -uh, Atan Shishkov. They were all invited by by these believers from, from, from Asia. Why? Because they want to restore their identity. And they need guidance. And it's prophetic because when they do it, God will reveal his son to Israel, like promised. We take you the blessing of Abraham so we might receive the promise of the Spirit. And I would like to end telling you all a Shabbat Shalom, a blessed Shabbat in the name of Yeshua. Amen and Amen. Thank you.